0: this week's episode of Wampus, and I'm here with a really good friend. Um, We were just talking about, with Miss Frankie, we were just talking about actually how we met, and it was not because of a poor decision she made. It was because of a poor decision that the company she was working for, she had her real estate license at Windsor Realty, and uh, I bought Windsor Realty when we were running Power Realty and brought all their agents in. So um, she met me by someone else's poor decision, but <laughs> needless to say, I'm you so boss. blessed. Yeah, <laughs> <boss>. <laughs> No, but um, what a good, and then we we're just sitting here talking, that's like what, 2000, late five or six, somewhere in there maybe? Yeah. I had to look 2006, back and 2006. I have a little bit of real estate trauma right. pre, two, you know, around 2008, there's little... Uh, trauma that's
1: when it was because i jumped out right when the market crashed yeah so i had all these contracts on the table and the market crashed and by the end of the month i had none. yeah Yeah, so it was it was a tough that was a cattywallis for real i didn't uh, see it coming at all
0: no um and uh i would cuss way too much if we did that show today so we'll hold another one but um so really that's how we met and we were just talking beforehand our backstories. We didn't know some of the overlap of our of our previous lives yeah. prior to that. And so, kind of just catch folks up a little bit. So from 2006 seven to you know just kind of a thirty thousand foot view because you're not doing you're, you may still be doing some real estate, but you're not in real estate office every day. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of what's a day in a life with Miss Frankie these days? Oh
1: gosh, really? Yeah. So, I've been running since A. So, I uh, call it Grand Central Station because I'm in the phone. So, we do no child outside. So, if there's a child sleeping in a car or on the streets, then we get them into emergency hotels. I deal with people calling with recovery like you do, you know, um, dealing with that. I do the counseling on stuff like that and trying to get people. And I have so many people in the pipeline that I'm helping. Um, we do street ministry. I'm working on Holy Hip Hop House documentary, um, wrote it and um, the executive producer of it. And then working on a suicide book. And I help uh, folks that are struggling with that. Um mm-hmm with traumas related to um, suicide or related to like rape or things like that. Um, Mm -hmm. And then they may be struggling with depression at the time. So it's, A day could be anything on the streets in the bluff or uh, on a movie set or writing a book or helping somebody that's been trafficked.
0: Phone rings. You never know what it's going to be. Never know. I know know that feeling well. Yes. Um, So I'm really excited we got you in here right before you take sabbatical to finish up the book. I think you said you're going to be gone for just a minute here, aren't you? Yeah, so um, I'm
1: going to be gone to Outer Banks for six months to finish the book. I'm working with uh, Bill Worrell over there. He was a professor at Virginia Beach um, at University of Virginia. So I'll be working with him, um, finishing that up. And I also have Wolf of Wall Street's um, ex-wife, Dr. Nadine. She is uh, has a Ph.D. in trauma now, and so she's working on the foreword, and she's— uh, helping me with all the trauma stuff. So, yeah, it's a awesome. so good project. Yeah, and to head to Boston. I'm going to finish my psych degree at
0: Harvard. Awesome. Well, you uh, have been moving and shaking since the Power Realty days. So it's really, really cool to have you. What's the book going to be called? So we can be on the lookout for it. Yes. So,
1: um, yeah, it's Surviving Suicide, Losses and Attempts. So, folks are sharing their stories of losing someone to suicide or attempting suicide. And I've had both of those stories. So, I'm telling mine. And then I have about, it's probably about 30 or so folks that are sharing their stories.
0: Uh, Well, we'll look for that. So, it's going to be amazing. Thanks for being here today. And like we were talking beforehand, this is a transparent, open, safe place to to just share some truth. Um, so we were talking a little bit beforehand, but what's that cattywampus moment or a series of events, you know, something of a phase of life or something that happened that you want to talk about today.
1: So I had so many cattywampus because I had years of it. So I was just lost, um, you know, probably from like 17 on, um, Until about 30, where I was just bad into drugs, alcohol, anything um, that changed my frame of mind, um, ended up on the streets in New York. Um, At one point, um, gang raped, uh, abused, beaten, stabbed, all kind of things that you can think of, um, shot at. And then um, in Atlanta... I know kind of when it would almost ran its course. I ended up in the 13th floor of Grady. If anybody knows that, or then <laughs> they know what that means, and you're crazy. So that's cattywampus. Kind of yeah, you got kids. you got to work pretty hard
0: to get either yeah. b- born a certain way to get you in there, or you have really worked really. Yeah.
1: Hard. And I had worked really hard. I did all the work in the trenches. So, yeah. So in that, though, but, you know, and I can look back at those things now. I used to look at them as shame. Mm-hmm. And now and I always tell people, look at things, you know, five letter word shame. And then you've got the five letter of pride now. And so I used to hide those things or or try to try to suit those up and be somebody I wasn't yeah. and hide that the freedom came and the good life came when I shared those with pride and I helped other people get through them. Because like I was telling you, like you'd never know looking at you back in the day that you ever went through anything like that or recovery or, you know, dealt with drugs and alcohol. And um, so we just don't know when we look at somebody, what they're going through. So now that opens that door. It opens so many doors because so many people are like, "Hey, I've been there." Even like you, like we got, we became tighter or knew each yeah. other better after after that after yeah. real
0: estate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so when you're finding yourself on the 13th floor, grading emo- emotionally or physically, ha- like where where were you to put in perspective? Because someone sees you today and listens to you today and watches you on social media or engages with you on the ministry on the street. They're not going to see that person. So, like, what, what did what did it feel like laying there in that bed or being locked on that floor?
1: Oh my god, they had to strap me down like I was going to murder somebody. I was getting me out of here. You know, this isn't me. I've got it all together. Um, but I, w- you wouldn't even recognize me. I was ninety six pounds, I think, um, and I was just uh, shot out and um, they diagnosed me like seven mental disorders. Now I have zero. Because mm-hmm. it had to do with get sober, get mm-hmm. yourself right. And I tell people that all the time. I have a 30-day sober and then call me with your diseases. Right? Yeah. You know, because usually you don't have them. It's usually yeah. that math or that drink or the, you know, blow, whatever it is you're doing. Right? Yeah. And if you're doing a combination, you, you're yeah. going to get a combination of personalities
0: and everything. Yeah. And else. you'll find
1: yourself on the 13th Yes. Floor. So I yeah. had definite multiple personalities you know who i was going to be when i woke up Mm -hmm. and um and you were just trying to kind of get that feel every day you know you're chasing that high and and in the art and the entertainment and all that industry it's just it's um it's just filled with that and the sex and you know all those things it's all it's all trying to you know just get that instant gratification and feel good feel good feel good for that moment so in that bed it kind of was crashing down because it was a reality check that i was there with the crazy people and i wasn't crazy yeah. but i was at that yeah. moment so yeah now well, I, can I can laugh about it yeah. but then there well, was i relate so
0: because i remember when i got checked into rehab and um i was like man there's a lot of flipping crazy people here <laughs> like i mean there's some crazy boats here but i wasn't one of yeah. them right no, like i,
1: I, I you did know, it together you know i got
0: it all together um so that's pretty interesting um what would you say you know from laying in the bed on the 13th floor of Grady at the end of years of just destructive behavior what did you learn or what what did what did you put in play for yourself to navigate through that or what did you learn to go from there to where you are now well I
1: mean and it didn't happen then because I kept dabbling with it um and then um i met my fiance, loved my life had my daughter she was three months old and he killed himself because we were still playing with that fire right and thinking we wouldn't get burned but we did and i did and so then he died and that was a shake to my whole world because he was the love of my life had never ever loved somebody like that And then, um, and he shot himself in the front of Walmart, killed himself. And so then you've got to deal with, you know, everybody knew about it. I was on the news, you know, all that stuff. I had a three month old daughter at the time. Um, and somebody told me about Christ, two ladies did. And I thought that I had went so far down the rung, you know, and done all these, you know, sexual things that were so bad and, you know, drugs, alcohol, anything you can think of really, you know, um, and got away with a lot of stuff too, but, um, but I thought that I wasn't lovable by him. So that didn't occur to me that he could actually love me or care for me. Um, but they told me he could. And I believed him for the first time I got baptized within like three months and listen, my life was on fire after that. And then I got the call to go back to the streets and I argued because I was driving the new BMW, you know what I'm saying? Right. I'd worked so hard and that's what that I was, I was doing stuff with you in real estate a little bit after that at PGI when mm-hmm. I was doing the software sales and stuff. So, um but anyway doing really well bought the house on the golf course the new bmw all that and god's calling back to the streets and i was like what no yeah, why,
0: do you, why do you want to reverse let me it?
1: just donate yeah. But yeah so finding christ changed it all it changed yeah. everything
0: what yeah. the ladies that shared with you did you know that that how did how did you encounter them
1: well one was chad's stepmother and mm-hmm. they hated each other and like hated everything we were about because, you know, we just really we tried so hard to get it together and we would have days where we did. But um, but not a lot. And he definitely didn't have a lot. He struggled a lot with addiction and it just got the best, uh, you know, best of what the Andy wrote, a five page letter that, you know, He loved us so much. He had to leave us because he couldn't fight that because his fleshly body just could never stop using. Mm. And, um, and he didn't want to hurt us through it. So anyway, so his stepmother and then, um, one of the ladies from the church, Stacey Ridings actually. Um, and they spent a lot of time with me and, um, coached me through it. And I mean, life was just different.
0: So what did you, what did you learn about unconditional love and that like is, because if I to re to kind of restate what you said and make sure I heard what you said, it's just all the things that you had done, and just you didn't feel worth loving. Like if you look in the mirror, and you don't love yourself, then how is a heavenly Father going to love you? Type mm-hmm. kind of deal. Yeah. And what did you learn? Of, what did you learn that changed that?
1: <laughs> I mean you know like in the verse you know um neither hand nor foot nor no other part of anybody can keep the love of Jesus from us and and just knowing that and feeling and feeling when the waters of baptism when, when I came up and reading the word and building up you know um building it was kind of like i was building something from the ground up because i started at nothing because i was broken i mean people were literally like she will not her computer is not computing and she's not going to come back from this the cops found me sitting over at west bank with my car you know i was going to drive into the water like i was done um if chad wasn't going to be here i wanted to go be with him so bad you know they had to hold me from going in the grave with him and stuff but i had my son and i had my daughter and so i couldn't do that to them right? So. um So I just clung to that with everything I had and clung to... AA and NA with everything. I had a girl that didn't even know me that worked with me, saw what I was going through and offered to take me to a meeting. And I went and I remember I was sitting there shaking like NDTs. I was crying. Like my heart was broken. My head was broken. Everything was broken. Total catty was like nothing working. And, um, and man, some best friend today. We're like the closest you'd ever be. And like, I, I just tell her every day she saved my life. And those two ladies did and they didn't have to.
0: Yeah. Um, and this stuff, we don't know just a little bit of intention, just a little bit of time that yeah. we spend with someone, the impact that it can have and all the impact that it rolls out and the, kind of the ripples, like they throw and create a little ripple with you with the time, but then think of all the impact and all the ripples that because of their time, what you've been able to do for others, it's, it's pretty amazing. It makes me really feel at times like, man, how many opportunities like that have I squandered? Like, you know, a good one. you know, it's like, that, that's, that's the kind one. of shit you really don't want to think about. It's like, okay, Jesus, like I did this, but like, I was tired that day or I was a little selfish that day or I yeah. was like, you know, but should I give them just another five seconds? Mike, like, yeah. what was the word? Or Just actually pick up the phone and call somebody today. Yeah. Um, I go
1: sit with them yeah. because that they did. They sat with me so long, and I would, i just remember I was so shut out. You know, like who would even spend time with this person? Yeah. But now, when Elizabeth sends me message and stuff, I tell—I tell her because you know we have a team in Africa now. We have a national ministry. Like we—we we touch thousands of lives every year on so many different yeah. you know planes and. Um, through so many different avenues, um, and from South Side of Chicago, Skid Row in California, Brooklyn, New York, the Bluff in Atlanta, like all over. And so, yeah. um, and so, I I credit her. I credit them with it yeah. because, yeah, if they wouldn't have, then I wouldn't. That, yeah, that, anything.
0: <laughs> I've got a guy that directed me. Uh, Name's Richard. He directed me my very first A meeting when I got out. Um, he's actually in Rotary with me now. Um, and has been for years, but it was twenty plus years in in recovery before I ever put two and two together. Because he 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 told me we went to lunch, and he thought it was just a meeting. He didn't realize it was the very first meeting that I ever went to. Right, wow. and so now every chance I have a vision where someone that's in recovery that I've had any time or any kind of uh, contact or relationship with, I make sure that they introduce themselves to him. And say, hey, at ten seconds of your time. Yeah. Just wanted to thank you because at 10 seconds of your time that you gave Kirk, he's giving me that back too. Yeah. So it's pretty awesome to see the ripple effects of that. So what do you what what are some daily disciplines that you have <laughs> to stay seven? And we call them here, we call them the double D's. That's the little that's the little chuckle that I get over there. <laughs> yeah. And so and it's like it's yeah, <laughs> <lovely>. <laughs> So it it was a little awkward with my daughter when I asked her what her double D's were. But um, but what are, you know, the, if you got two or three things that you do routinely, daily, to keep you balanced?
1: Everybody's saying, she's not balanced. No, I'm not. Because here, my main thing is that I wake up and my selfish self wants to go and do this or wants to go and do that. And I want to go have some fun. or I want to do something for Frankie once in a while. Right. We want to do that but I have to turn my life over to Jesus every day. And so I have to answer that phone. I have to go where I'm called. I have to, you know, do the things that he has set forth with my feet. I have to go to the Outer Banks because that is not easy. And it's a lot of uh, moving parts and stuff to get me away from and going to isolate for six months. Like me doing that? Yeah, right. Thanks, God. But you have to follow. you, You have to. But so I have to just, so I just surrender. Yeah. every day and that's so hard and it's so against everything that i'm made up of because i want to be selfish and want to do what frankie wants to do and you know I want to please myself but it's so yeah, yeah i don't by the time i'm laying down i didn't get to do a lot of that usually most days but i'm more fulfilled for it
0: without a doubt yeah so when you look back now of your journey would 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 you have ever thought life was gonna be as enjoyable and as epic as it is today if you would have looked back?
1: Oh no. I didn't think I was ever gonna live like past thirty or twenty five. And I definitely thought I'd be in jail or I would um be like deformed or, you know, hurt or injured or um just No, no, did not ever think that I'd have all my faculties and be sitting with someone like you and doing podcasts and people wanting to talk to me or listen and hear what I have to say or read something I write. No, never, never.
0: How would you describe life today?
1: I mean, it's amazing. It's, I wake up and I'm joyful and, um, you know, sometimes it is overwhelming because you know that when you've got the burden of being a leader and things like that, it's not all fun, but, um, but being able to do that being able to help people and having people call you sometimes, or having that girl that was trafficked, that's now got her family back together and got her kids back in a car and a house. And, you know, they're sending you pictures. So that's what it's all about for me. And, so, um, just the joy every day and just getting to be there and, and being used by God. Cause come on, right. that's the biggest thing in the whole entire face of the world. So, so for me to be used by him, like that just blows me away, okay. you know, that he still finds a way to use me.
0: Yeah. So, um, for the person that's laying in a hospital bed at the end of years of drug use, gang rapes, all right. you name it; it's it's happened to that person, right? Um, that's where you were. It's not who you are, but that's where you were. If you look right into that camera, um, and speak directly to that lady or to that girl or that—I mean, God forbid—child, yeah, just Children, to, from complete hopelessness to living a life like you're living now, what would you? What would you tell them?
1: Um, so I would just first tell you that there's uh, somebody that loves you more than you could ever imagine and that you're in pain right now. And I've been there. You want to give up. You want to quit. You don't see a reason to live, but there is. And God has a plan for you. Every one of us were put here with a plan and with a reason for our life. And the devil has tricked you into falling and to ending up where you are right now, but he's got a plan and that plan is going to blow your mind. You just have to say yes, and you have to let go of what you want, and let go of what people think about you, and let go of the past, and step into the light, into the future, because it's there. And I love you.
0: That is awesome. Um, yeah, I don't really, I don't really have anything to say after that. It's heartfelt. Um, so I'm, I, I'm prayerful that uh, a lady will hear that and see it and uh, and pick up the phone and, and call you or connect with you because we're going to give them some way in the, in the, what do you call it in there? Where are we are going to put it? It's not this it's Des- not. Description. In the description. That's hey. a big oh, word. Hey. Oh, oh, oh. We're That's, learning today, baby. Oh was my was God, amazing. look. Let <laughs> me <the>, uh, Description. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it's going to be in the, the description. Yes. Um. anyways see um, listen JJ I'm not playing the dumb redneck card I am the dumb redneck right there right I can't even say description but um, so Frankie we're going to put your contact information in the description but I know they can follow you online Instagram Facebook and uh, I love watching you out there to see what's going on and we've actually got a street ministry vehicle that um, we're building out and I can't. say nineteen ninety nine Kodiak, uh, yes. people neighbor, So we're doing it off road, kind of off the grid. Yes. Diggle, so entertainment on one side, that food service so on the other. Cool. And uh, I'd actually, I'd love our inaugural street ministry to be able to come down and serve y'all's ministry here. So hopefully, let's um, hit up the
1: bluff together. Yeah,
0: that would be. It would be really awesome to get out and do it. Yeah. So we're going to give them the contact information for you. I'm super grateful that you're here. Good luck on your book. And let us know what we can do ever to, to help you out. And yeah. so thank you for just being willing to be raw and transparent. All
1: the time. Without, That's what we
0: got to be. Oh, Without a doubt. Without a doubt. So thank you. Thanks for watching today. Check back next week for another great episode. And remember, like it, share it, comment it, follow us, and i leaving anything else out. Subscribe. Subscribe. There's a little thing over there. You hit the bell, you can get notifications. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Check us out next week. Have a great day.